the said American showman P.T. Barnum uttered the famous phrase, there's a sucker born every minute. And in the Philippine stock market, there have been a lot of victims of stock market scams. How do stock market scams work and how do we avoid being victimized by these scams? Hello and welcome to Trend Spotting in the PSE, where we talk about issues related to the Philippine stock market. My name is Alquin Papa and with me is veteran trader Bonner Dito. Good morning, guys. Hi, Bonner. And uh, for today's episode on stock market scams, we are very honored and very privileged <laughs> to be talking to personal finance expert Salve Duplito. Hi, Salve. Hey, Bonner. Hi. Thank you, Salve. Thank you, Salve, for um, accepting our invitation to talk about scams today. Uh, Salve has been covering these scams for a very, very long time. You were also a reporter, am I right, Salve? Yes. I started out in the world and then inquirer. In the course of uh, being uh, part of these newspapers, you also cover these scams. Is that right? Ay, nako, nakakapagod. (laughs) 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 You know, so you think you inform people and sana wala nang ma-scam ulit pero it happens again and again. It happens again. Oh my goodness. That's, that's ano, no? Nakakapagod nga yun. People make the same mistakes over and over again. True, but we have to do what we have to do. Uh, okay, so let's start the discussion. Um, uh, Bonner? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I think uh, it's it's been time immemorial na ang daming laging na luloko. Lalo na mga baguan uh, na luloko sila in trying to make money in stocks. In, with your experience, Alvin, what mm-hmm. are the different kinds of scams that you've encountered? Yeah, I'm sure marami doon pero yung pinaka-common na nakita ko is the pump and dump scheme. And that's been uh, parang biglang dumami yan nung nagkaroon ng Facebook, nagkaroon ng, ng dati mga Yahoo groups, di ba? Basta anything oh. online where uh, scammers can easily connect with people, even people that are not within their circles or not within their target circles, yun, lumakas yung pump and dump schemes. Uh, to be clear about it, uh, how do they do it? What's a pump yep, and dump? So <laughs> uh, it's a scheme as old as time. It's <laughs> it's a plain di ako kakantan. It's a place. Uh, it's a time when uh, some people would talk about a certain stock. Usually, this is a penny stock, maliit lang na kompanya. Tapos sa sabi nila na oh tignan yun chart. Ah, akyato si si pato ng ganito. Tapos dito yung mga mga, mga big moves niyo pag binili niyo to millionaire na kayo after a couple of months. Ganyan. And uh, what usually happens is um, they are going to try to make a lot of people buy the stock and drive it up. And by the time it's up, sila yung magpo-profit-taking agad. And yung mga bumili are left. And yung mga bumili, sabihin nila, ano ba, akit pa yan, akit pa yan until finally it's, it drops. And then ipit yung mga hindi alam kung anong ginagawa nila. Para lugi na. Yeah. Maraming oh. variations yan. Minsan, yung ibang mga tao, I heard lang, eh. <laughs> I heard lang na, ano, para lang ma-educatein yung mga tao, pero wala pa talagang nakukulong sa mga ganitong schemes. Um, but I've heard from a lot of market practitioners 
some people talagang they just try to drive it up and you know that um they could, they, I won't name names anymore pero sure. Sure. Uh, creating froth in the market so that people buy and sell buy and sell buy and sell so that the stock price goes up um nakita na ng maraming tao yan from well we know BW <laughs> Oh. We know, and that's that's marami pa yan. May marami pa iba-ibang issues yan. Pero parang ganun din, nag, nag-hype ng stock. Yun yung pinaka-basic principle behind it. And there are small schemes din. Like uh, little-known stocks na tinatry nilang itaas yung presyo. Some people are just trying to do that within groups or groups of people or clubs, investment clubs. Pero meron din mga tao na meron na kasi silang, uh, I heard, This is the chismis. Meron hmm. na kasi silang parang um, agreement with the with the owners of the company. Agreement. So you can imagine how they will make money off of that. Uh, so uh, probably are we saying that the agreement is so you create liquidity for this stock. So yes. palaka, parang ganon. Mm-hmm. Oh, create liquidity for this stock. We give you. We give you ilang percent, ilang stocks, and then you can just sell it when oh. when you feel uh, na na. I haven't heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> But um, what about uh, outside of the online world? Do they also do it also? Uh, outside of the online world, ang pinakamalaking case na nakita ko is if you remember, I know you remember this Alguin. Mm. Uh, was somebody who used to work for the PSE. And was in the financial education department, actually. Oh, um, I remember yeah. that. I won't I name the name because mm. I don't know what happened to the case. Okay. Pero a warrant okay. of arrest was sent out for him. And I think he spent time in jail. Pero I'm not updated now on the outcome of the case, See. where he is. Pero if you remember, this guy, while he was in the PSE, was going through many companies offering stocks. Uh, and he's saying uh, investors can get it from him at a low price. So parang discounted price. And there is not a lot of education on how he can do that. Because of course, you can only buy from the exchange, diba? Yes. But he he was, last I, last I counted, uh, around 300 million pesos disappeared because oh. of this guy. And um, that's not... A pump and dump scheme. That's a that's like another scheme as old as time. <laughs> na kukuha ka ng isang bagay, trade mo siya by making people believe that you can get it at the preferred price. Cheap Para price, makuha cheap ng mura. Oo. Mm-hmm. Dito kayo sa akin, 50% off to. Parang ganun. <laughs> Except that this trading, there's in the stock market. Some of these people... um. Initially, siyempre papatikimin. So, meron siyang mga kausap na brokerage companies who would book the the purchases. Uh, and then, nung lumaki na, parang di ko na alam kung why people were taken in. But if you've met this person, he seems very knowledgeable talaga kasi. And that's in the at, at the heart of all of these camps is a charismatic person. Yun, who has actually, yes. Yes, na that was my that was my next question. Eh. How how why do you think these scammers are so successful? So one of them is mga mga slick talkers. Can we let's agree on that at least, de ba? Tama ba? Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. Walang walang ano, walang maniniwala dun sa hindi maboka. 
<laughs> Parang paniligaw din, di ba? Oh. <laughs> wow. Dapat sweet talker. Oh. Sweet talkers. Tapos, um, they have good people skills, mga ganon. Yes, they're very charismatic. They're very likable and they're very believable. Uh, they'll have... talk about connections, ganyan. Do they have a certain look? Do they have to look a certain way? Do they do they look a certain? You're selling you're selling secrets to success, pero you look like a loser. So oh, syempre uh, kailangan mayaman, they, they may coaching. Yeah, and that's common in all kinds of scam. Remember all the different kinds of scams that we talked about in the press where uh laging naka Lamborghini, Maserati, I talked to the Federal Trade Commission in the United States. Whoa. I have a source there that I super love to interview whenever she comes to the Philippines. We meet up and then she said, you know, sabe, ang tagal niya na nagtatrabaho sa FTC. Every time there's a scammer, there's a Lamborghini in the picture. Lamborghini talaga. <laughs> Brand talaga. Sorry naman sa mga may-ari ng kumpanya na yan. Ayun nila ng Ferrari. Oo nga. I mean, Ferrari or uh, Porsche. Okay, yeah, Ferrari, Maserati, <laughs> Pinocchio, oh, lahat na yan. Basta, okay, so, they have to look very rich and very successful. Pero pampabulag din. Catch, oo, pampabulag. Ang catch dyan, nung mga nag-i-investigate ako ng mga scammers, mm-hmm. na mga, in the end, super nagalit sa akin at binabasa ko sa social media oh, ng mga tao. Uh, um, Ang nakita ko talaga noon, maraming tao nagpapapicture sa Lamborghini pero iisa lang yung plate number niya. Oh my God! Iba-ibang tao. Iba-ibang tao. Uh, so successful, diba? Yung pala pa-selfie lang. Uh, okay. That's funny. Okay. Um, smooth talkers. Okay. So you mentioned kanina uh, something like the FCC in the US. Uh, do you think the PSE and the SEC are doing enough to stop and prosecute scammers? I believe that there are a lot more things that can be done. Uh, specifically, sana yung merong revision in the law so that the PSE and the SEC themselves can file cases against scammers because at the moment, you need a uh, private person to file a complaint before the SEC can actually go after a certain person. And Ang problema kasi dyan, yung mga, lalo na in the beginning of a Ponzi or an MLM, uh, a naked Ponzi, uh, or um, other kinds of scams, sa simula niyan, walang gusto mag-complain kasi kumikita pa sila. So no. you'll have to no. wait until the scam actually folds before you can go after them kasi tsaka lang magkakaroon ng complainant. But by that time, ang dami nang nawala ng pera. Alam mo yung nakakaawa, Bonner and Alcuin. Meron mga tao na pinanglalagay nila yung pang, pampagamot sa cancer, pang tuition ng bata, yung mga ganun. Do you want pa na yung scam umabot sa bandang dulo na nawala na yung pera na yun bago mo habulin? Di ba dapat sa simula pa lang? Because it's easy naman to smell a scam eh. Madali lang naman makita yon. Kung hindi ka clouded by greed, you'll easily see. So, sana magkaroon ng more teeth ang SEC at PSE to go after the scammers sila mismo. Because that's also what happens in the in the US. The Federal Trade Commission is empowered to file ah. cases against companies and individuals. 
But in the case of the PSE and the SEC, they don't have they don't have powers to file cases, ba? On their own. As far as I recall, whenever I talk to the SEC, they still wait for people to move, uh, to come forward and file cases. So, kung meron silang power to do that themselves, then they don't have to wait for people to complain. Ah, uh, tapos, um, yeah. Tapos ang problem pa, walang, I forgot the technical term for this, pero uh, hindi structured yung law natin na yung pondo na nakuha ng scammer ibabalik sa mga nabiktima. Oo, walang ganun. Walang ganong provision sa law natin. Di ba parang, wait what about, lang. Di ba na about, common sense nun? Oh, ibabalik yung na-scam from the victim through, let's say, for, for forfeiture of assets of the... Exactly. Oh, walang ganun? Wala, walang ganun. So technically, makukulong lang yung tao, that's it. Yeah, tapos, oh parang God. kung if you file estafa, like some of the people talagang estafa yung case na pinafile nila. Yun, yun. Parang pwede, you can go after the assets, pero kung by the time na wala na yung assets, wala ka na rin mahuhuli, diba? I mean, if it's just 100 pesos left, you divide that to among 100 people who got scammed, they get peso. One peso. Oh, oh. One peso lang. Ka ng mga kausap. So, Ito, speaking about uh, having teeth in our laws, do you think our laws are sufficient enough? Actually, for this purpose, are they sufficient enough to prosecute anyone? I think I'm already grateful na meron tayong mga ganong sistema na, na the basic consumer can just move forward, talk to the government, file cases, merong support ang NBI, PNP, uh, SEC, DOJ, but I also believe that a lot more can be done. At the moment, may aspirational um, aspect yung ating ekonomiya. At yung mga tao na matagal nang nasa ibaba, gusto naman nila maiangat yung kanilang buhay, di ba? And because of lack of financial literacy, they end up being victimized by all of these scams. Imagine what will happen if there is better protection of all of these people. That money can be placed in legit companies and make these companies grow faster. Like, you know, yung mga blue chip stocks natin dyan, yung ganyan, kung doon sana napunta. Kasi yung huli kong bilang, that was already mga nine years ago or eight years ago, 60 billion pesos went into scams in the years that I went into financial reporting. So six, six, 60 billion, Salve, in the span of let's say 20, 25 years. Tama ba? <laughs> Grabe naman, pinatanda Sorry. mo ko. Quarter century na. <laughs> Oo, parang ganun. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, kasi, ano to get that number? Sinuyod ko lahat ng newspaper oh articles on all scams. Bawat isa niyan, pati ano, um, pati regional newspaper, sinuyod ko isa-isa yan. Tapos, kin, uh, inad ko lahat ng na-publish na, na pera na nakamkam. Pero isipin mo na lang, that's always underestimated. Pag nasa dyaryo kasi, di ba, magre-report ka. You go to on the uh, conservative side. So tingin ko yung 60 billion, maliit pa yun. Okay. Speaking of that, di ba, recently I think in the papers, we already read about uh, someone in the back room of a brokerage that was able to uh, transfer around more than a billion worth of uh, stocks from one brokerage the one he works for to another one of which uh, <laughs> medyo na, 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 na yung tao 
ngayon dinadawit yung owners. I also was able to talk to a victim uh, of uh, another kind of scam. Pero ano, mas, ano to, mas uh, simple yung ginawa eh. Uh, this was during the height of yung third telco battle between all these other listed companies. Ang broker nitong kausap ko, he didn't even ask for the broker to tell him ano ba ang uh, latest natin dyan. It's the broker who, or the agent who talked to him. O ito yung mangyayari, ito kausap namin ganito. I don't really know all the details but in the end, sinasabi sa kanya, dito mo ilagay yung pera kasi ito yung magiging next telco. Of which, hindi naman nagkatotoo. So I think that is another type of scam na ginagawa for the agent to be a commissioner. Nangungumisyon. Fraud ang tawag dyan. Yes, it is. Wow. But I don't know if we have enough uh, laws to even file a case against the agent. So what uh, advice? Ay, sorry. Yes, your thing. Meron yan. Meron yan mga ano. Meron yan mga kontrata in their in their companies that prevent them, they should be prevented from doing that. Kasi ethical na yan eh. It's a, it's a problem of ethics. Pero having said that, I'd also want to say, you cannot legislate honesty. Uh-huh. No. Uh, kahit anong daming laws ang ilagay mo dyan, kahit sobrang lakas ng mga, <laughs> mga laws na, na pinasa, I think, diba? I think sabi, that, that also applies not just in the stock market eh. That's true. Oh, yeah, sa lahat ng bagay. Mula sa, sa politika. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And the local government. Yeah. Oo, hindi eh. Kaya, there, parang ano, ang naalala ko, enforcement, yeah. but also, yung pagbabalik ng financial value sa society natin. Kaya hindi pwedeng puro legal legal aspect lang asikasuhin natin. Kailangan merong ano eh, financial literacy, financial education also talaga na Um, ipopromote yung gobyerno kasi without that, people will feel um, okay lang pumasok dyan. Meron ako mga kausap, mga mayayaman to, tsaka mga matatalino. Um, Iko nasasabihin ko anong klaseng trabaho nila pero sure. alam nila na scam yung pinapasukan nila eh. Okay lang daw. Basta kumita sila. Hindi ah, naman pwede yun. No? Totoong green. So, <laughs> what advice now can you give yung investors natin or traders na para hindi naman sila ma-scam? Okay. Isipin na lang natin na we're talking to people who really believe na ano, um, iwasan nila yung dishonest. Wala na tayo magagawa dun sa gusto talagang pumasok eh. <laughs> diba? <laughs> Wala na tayo magagawa dun. So, if, they're, if these people are really, they really mean to do well, to do good, Uh, the first thing that you should know is there is no such thing in the world as risk-free but with high guaranteed returns. So every time somebody tells you, oh, wala kang gagawin dito, ha? magbibigay ka lang sa akin ng pera, walang kapagod-pagod to, tapos guaranteed, milyonaryo, uh, one million by this date, ganon. Alam mo na yan, yan yung script na sinabi ni Kane <laughs> no unang panahon hanggang ngayon. ginagamit pa rin. So, huwag na tayo magpagoyo dun kasi ang kasunod nun, iyak. Promise ko yan. Yan ang guaranteed ko. Iyak ang kasunod dyan. Tsaka mapapahiya ka talaga kasi usually, pagka pumasok ka sa ganyan na scheme, ibibenta mo pa yung idea dun sa mga kamag-anak mo. Ako. Diba? Sa mga kaklase mo nung high school, elementary, yung mga crush mo nun, tinawagan mo pa, diba? 
Oh, tapos pagdating ng panahon, kulong ka. Kasi to tell all your viewers, uh, meron na pong bagong uh, linya ngayon sa law uh, sa SEC uh, code, Securities Regulation Code na kahit hindi ikaw yung owner ng scam, pero pre-promote mo siya at binenta mo, pwede ka ring kasuhan. Oh. So yun yung so, pinakamalaking advice ko. You you should know Uh, how to smell a scam. And when it's easy money, it's usually a scam. Parang the old uh, adage, if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. Tama, tama ba yun? <laughs> Oo, pambobola lang yan. Again, parang panliligaw. Parang may hugot. Siyempre, favorite ng mga tao yung mga hugot eh. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you very much Salve for for joining us today, and I hope that um, our listeners are are uh, learn something new from you. Thank, thank you, for, thank you for having. Me. Thank you for taking the time out. That was a very educational. Very informative talk with uh, the Salve Duplito. I've known her for a while na rin, And she not only talks about personal finance, and she's very knowledgeable about that, but also about scams and how to avoid them, how to spot them, and how to make sure that hindi tayo naloloko because she's been reporting on these scams for the longest time so marami na rin siya nakakausap na victims and sources and i think boss my my takeaway it's it's really very actually very practical very simple din naman na basta if it's too good to be true it probably is uh, it's probably not not a good investment not a good it's not a good place to put your hard earned money people sell their their most valuable assets they put in their lifetime savings into these things Yes, so, true. Mm-hmm. Lalo na these days, uh, in the time of a pandemic, we have to be really, really careful with where we put our money. Because during the pandemic, we need every peso, every cent that we can get. But also, yes. we should be, yes, but we should also be careful in general, not just during the pandemic. That's true. Kasi, uh, alam mo, mahirap dito sa nangyayari. I, mean, I, I was already in the market since 94 mm-hmm. uh, as as a trader muna and then as an agent. So, parang uh, in and out na nakita na natin halos lahat ng mga pwedeng mangyari dyan. And up to now, it's still happening. Yan ang masakit dyan. I think we have to face a reality. People who put their money in the market, madalas ito yung mga may 9 to 5 jobs. Mm-hmm. And the reality here is, yung sweldo nila, kulang yan. Mm-hmm. So, they have to augment yung pagkakulang ng sweldo with something else. Ang iba, siyempre, 5-6. No choice eh. Kailangan yeah. mangutang. Mm-hmm. But the others, they don't do 5-6. Or maybe even if they do, they go to stocks because they already heard from their friends. Uh, pwede kang kumita ng extra dito. Minsan malaki ang pwede mong kitain. Ganon. So, siyempre... Without really knowing too much about it, all they know is stocks equals more money. How do you do it? You just put money there. Yun lang ang alam nila. They don't know the real how-tos. Kaya ang mangyari, maluloko sila with, sabi nga ni Salve, with the pump and dump scheme by 
going to Facebook groups wherein ang daming Facebook group dyan na regarding stock market, tapos ang daming sasalita, pipili mo na lang kung sinong gusto mong pakinggan, then you you will probably read whatever kind of story they want to weave. And then when they they are able to, quote-unquote, convince you that uh, the stock that they're promoting is good, bibili ka naman. Pagbili mo, hindi na umakyat. Tapos, tatrawin mo ngayon dun sa taong nag-recommend to buy that stock uh, that you got yourself into. Paano na? Ignore mode. Wala na. Yan lang sasagot sa tanong mo. Or sasabihin nila, akat pa yan. Wag ka, hintay ka lang. Ganyan, ganyan. Patience. In short, pasa. Ayan <laughs> ang mahirap. Eh, huwag naman natin dadaan sa asa yung, yung pag-trade ng market. Let's let's face it, you know, you need money to put into the market to make more money if you have that chance. Pero wag mo naman sasayangin. Kahit pa paano, that's your hard-earned money. Yes, exactly. Oh, totoo yan. Tapos, isa magandang point is that we are in a pandemic now. Apparently, the pandemic has increased the frequency and opportunity for scams because people are just at home, they're online, checking out stuff, looking out for... Mm looking to grow their money, and then they encounter this pa. So, apparently also, many quote-unquote scammers are online. Because hey, Speaking they, of which, yes, mm-hmm. I just had a friend who bought something from Facebook uh, Marketplace ata last week or so. The item never came. Binayaran niya na yung item, hindi malaman na saan na napunta. And uh, you have no idea... Where to look for the seller, hindi na makontak, hindi sumasagot. Even yung uh, courier, wala rin. Parang ano din yun, parang buying a stock din. Eh. It's, just, it's almost way, the same, yeah. di ba? Yeah, in, in a way, way yes. Mm. Uh, anyway, moving along, we are now at the part where we discuss our outlook. And gusto ko lang sabihin that uh, around two weeks ago, tama ba boss, two weeks ago, no? Parang mid-June na ata. Uh, o, middle of June. Oo. Yeah, middle of June, we talked about opportunities in the mining sector, in the PSE. And this was all based on the charts. And apparently, the opportunities look uh, look good, look okay. And then a week later, other brokers started talking about the same. They started talking about the mining sector also. Actually, so, I think it was uh, around two weeks after we talked about it. And I think that they were also saying the same thing that we were saying. Na, ito na. There is something happening here. You better get ready. And up to now, uh, I think that's what everyone else is doing. They're getting themselves ready just in case ito nang gagalaw na yung mining sector. Yes, let's let's also clarify na technically hindi pa siya gumagalaw. Tama ba ako, boss? Correct. Uh, everyone's just parang ano, kung sa kung sa 100 meter sprint eh nakaano pa lang lumilinya ka pa lang sa starting line ayun okay uh, let's uh, continue monitoring this and uh, we are at that part where we're not going to talk about our outlook uh, what is our outlook for next week boss boss uh, we first it's more of a no, it's a good news bad news kind of situation so okay. the good news is we ended the week at 7000 and two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, kumbaga, parang uh, bumuka lang konti yung pintuan ng 7,000. However, what is also happening here 
based on what the indicators are showing me, meron tayong tinatawag na bearish divergence. Meaning, possible hindi maturi ang pag to 7,000 and beyond. So, yeah, I'm now taking this recent rise with some caution kasi I'm not saying hindi siya matutuloy. But the indicators are telling me parang may kahinaan eh. So, ingat-ingat pa rin tayo. Okay. There is a big possibility that the market will not stay above 7,000. It could be. Kasi the the last time we hit 7,000, ang bilis niyang bumalik eh. Bumalik. Uh, Oo, from 7,000, balik ng mga 6, 7, 6, 8. Ah. So, for next week, anong nakikita mong support area, sir? Well, same. Probably around 6, 7. So, uh, let's put it na if hindi tumuloy ng above 7,000, balik na naman to sa range trading between 6, 7 and 7,000. Tanong ko na rin, boss, um, malapit na daw ang ghost months. <laughs> That's in August. So, we still have a month. And uh, apparently, there are a lot of people who are very... Concerned. Um, <laughs> Well, concern is not the word. It's more like oh. afraid. Afraid. Takot sila lagi sa ghost mat. Hindi dahil sa multo, pero kasi it's a tradition eh. Oh. Uh, it's actually the Chinese tradition of ghost mat. So what does that have to do with us? Well, um, ghost mat does say that during the time where in one month gates of hell open and all the spirits are free to roam uh, the land, you're not supposed to be buying anything that is not necessary. Which means food is okay, yung utilities mo siempre, uh, but stocks are not essentials. Kaya ang tradition from the generation of my dad has been mahina ang market during that time. Because, yun nga, hindi ka dapat bumibili ng stocks. But, we have to, to face reality also, iba ng generation ngayon. Eh. Mm -hmm. Hindi na to yung mga uh, older generation still holding on to traditions. Now, medyo mas westernized ng mga tao. And, it's very possible that due to that, if you take a look at the previous ghost months, hindi sila kasing sama ng dati. In fact, uh, worst case scenario I've seen uh, was that sideways ang August. Sideways, ano? At the that's the worst least, case. No? Yeah, that's the worst oh, case. Na, at it's least not hindi yung, It's oh, not going hindi, hindi yung big drop. Okay. So, it's quite possible because of that change in demographic na medyo nababaliwala yung tradition na non-essential buying eh, hindi dapat ginagawa. So, uh, I think tuloy lang tayo uh, in August, but uh, I'm not talking about tradition anymore, no? But as far as seasonality is concerned, fourth quarter uh, should be coming up. I mean, we, we just started third quarter, but uh, the fourth quarter is coming up soon so we should also expect more liquidity to come in and prop up the market okay so that's our episode for today this is alquin papa and always remember knowledge is always a good investment and i'm boner detox the trend is your friend
Bye. Bye.